Jason Moss, who's taken a uh, glimpse at the TV. I know you're incredibly busy. Do you get into the NHL playoffs? Yeah, I mean, I'm a whole Oilers fan, true and true. So when they're not in, I'm not as excited. But uh, <laughs> I definitely like great hockey, and I think the NHL playoffs provide you great hockey. And nothing quite like the Stanley Cup celebrations. So. Were you uh, into hockey before you moved here? I was a big Gretzky fan, so just like everybody else around here, growing up in Arizona, that's rare to find. But uh, I can remember still going to uh, when he became an LA King, going to two games when I was in grade seven and grade eight. So I was a big Gretzky fan, not so much a hockey fan, I guess. <laughs> All right, well that's often and the and they tie it up. Oh, John Carlson ties it up, and they'll still have a power play. So the Capitals are back in at three-three, and and everybody was writing them off when they didn't play well for the first 30 minutes of this game and uh, came back. A little little bit like the Eskimos in the Grey Cup. <laughs> the yeah. Capitals site. I know you, I know that's not a good memory for you because you were still in Ottawa Red Black at that time. Uh, Jason, thanks for joining us. You guys drafted six players today. A couple of wide receivers, a couple of defensive backs, and, uh, and a couple of linebackers. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, were you targeting those positions or were you doing the old BPA thing, best player available? Well, part of it's best player available, but also, you know, those are the positions that we felt like we need to have guys in camp that can compete with each other. So there are positions of need as well. Um, I know everyone's looking at the O-line, not taking one, but that's not really a position of need for us right now. So uh, receivers-wise, Tavon Smith was highly ranked on our, our board, I think the highest-ranked guy. And when he falls to you at eight, you know, you, you know what type of player you could potentially be having if he – doesn't get his shot well doesn't uh, do well with his shot down in Indy um, and then Arjun I mean shoot I thought he was the best DB in the draft looking at him um, you know played Michigan State and started as a boundary corner and I feel like he can play free safety or Sam linebacker in our league very easily he's physical he covers well he covers a lot of space he moves well and uh, you know playing in the Big Ten I know he has to be physical in order to do that and when I watched him blitz off uh, blitz from the corner position or blitz as a linebacker he looked great so and then our receiver or Corby fast one of the fastest receivers in the draft um, didn't expect him to be where he was and then Woodman um, he's a DB he's long he's rangy and felt like he's uh, gonna provide something in camp too to be able to compete and then you look at their two guys, Parrish and Lalama, that we picked at the end. I mean, both of those guys, you know, Parrish has roots in Edmonton, was born here. Um, so I, I feel like that'll be a good thing of him coming home and um, competing for a spot. And then Lalama, I mean, you watch him, he's a middle linebacker, starting middle linebacker in the CIS for a good, organ, uh, good uh, great uh, CIS team in Manitoba. And he, um, you know, plays with a passion and a a fire and was all over the field when I watched him. So, you know, you're excited about those two guys to be able to come in and compete. No, Lalama was just with the New York Giants basically over the weekend. Yeah, so I mean, they, you know, I, I realized the Giants had about 16 Canadian guys come up yeah. from their mini camp and take a good look at the, our Canadian kids. Um, but in order to do that, you got to be able to run, you got to be able to play football, you got to be good, good enough to be able to get that invite. And that's what I looked at him. I mean, he looks like a football player. I mean, you watch him run around the field, and he's sideline to sideline. He he reacts quickly to what's going on. You can tell he's a student of the game. And you know, you talking to him after we draft him, and he says he's got a boulder on his shoulder. So that's a good that's a good sign. <laughs> Um, Jason Moss joining us on Inside Sports. 
I mean, one of the old saying, when I remember when I was a kid, I would watch games on TV and, and the commentators would say this, and I always thought it was kind of weird. But they used to say, well, for every rookie you have in your lineup in football, that's equals a loss. I guess maybe it was in your starting lineup. I don't know if it's quite, I don't think it is it's quite that simple. We at the media tend to do that sometimes, though, over, try to oversimplify things. But what's your approach towards, um, you know, having rookies in the lineup, what they have to prove in training camp? Yeah, you know, when they're against a veteran, is there any different uh, treatment or mentality with them, or how do you approach it? No, I don't treat them any differently. I mean, they obviously have a, a steeper learning curve than your veterans have. You expect more out of your veterans because they've been it, been here and done it, particularly the CFL game. And the CFL game is so much different than down south, and at such a different speed than the CIS game. So when rookies come in and compete, you, you don't expect or you don't have anything other than saying, hey, you need to work your butt off, you need to pay attention in meetings, you need to listen up, and you need to give everything you got on every single play. That's all we care about as coaches. That's what we want to see, and we want to see improvement every day. Um, but we're not saying that a veteran has to start in a position. If a, vet, if a rookie is better than a veteran, the rookie is going to play. I'm not opposed to having rookies play and start for you. Um, but the benefit of the doubt always goes to a veteran. So if you're even with a veteran, you're generally not going to beat them out because I know what a veteran can provide. Right. Um, but if that rookie is far and be- far away better and it, there's no competition there and he's made it that po- to that point, you got to give him a chance. And then you l- rely on the, the players around him to show him the way and to pick him up when he's down. And when mistakes get made, you know, you, you, you're still hard on him just like you would be anybody, but you understand at that point there's going to be that learning curve, like I said. Eskimos head coach Jason Moss joining us on Inside Sports. I just want to ask you a couple other ones, non-draft related, but I want to ask you something that I was discussing on the show in the last couple of weeks, and I know a lot of Eskimos fans were asking me, and I can only guess. So I'm going to ask you right now, will will your third-string quarterback also cover punts? Uh, the, right now, he's still slated as our third-string quarterback, and I think it's an advantage for us. Um, if someone doesn't come in and beat him out, then most likely that guy's going to be able to do that again. Um, I do I, I do know this, you know, down in minicamp, he, he looks the part to me. He looks like he can be a quarterback and do more than just run the ball and do more than just do our special team. So that's a good sign. You're talking about uh, Jordan, Jordan Lynch, Lynch obviously, obviously, assuming uh, he, he does have that spot. I found that very interesting. That was how, uh, how uh, Chris Jones used him. Well, you know, that, that – that was actually my last question. I okay. Why well, I only had one more, not two more. I know you had a, a busy night, and uh, uh, well, how was your first draft as a head coach? I'll ask you that to close it off. Did you I enjoy mean, the experience? Yeah, it was great. I mean, you sit back and you know you see the fruits of your labor of Rob and and Ed's hard work they've put in. You know, the coaches have a um, a role to do. It's not quite as large as what those two guys, two gentlemen, have. Um, but you know, we still rank our guys and watch the film and give our input on guys. And then it's nice to watch it all come to fruition on on draft day. And there is some anxious moments. That's the coolest part about the draft. You know, you're always targeting certain guys and seeing certain guys, and all of a sudden a guy gets picked and you have to move on. But uh, you know, that's the cool part. And I know enough coaches around the league to kind of try to wonder how they're <laughs> thinking too and what they see in guys. So. Um, everyone and every situation is a little different. So it was a lot of fun and enjoyable. So 